Shouting me for breakfast Script my ass up out of bed I'm dizzy feeling breathless Last night smoking hit me hard Paranoid feeling strange From walking around my yard Screaming tea and toast And I'm trying to brush my teeth Dad's on the couch. Hello and welcome to Chris Talks Music In today's episode I'll be speaking to Lloyd Samuels The project director of Pattern and Push A regionally focused artist development talent competition For singers and rappers With a focus on positive lyrics Fronted by the Sheffield rappers Coco and Seppi, as well as last year's winner, Rumbi Toro, the project has opened up for auditions once more this year for anyone in South Yorkshire aged 14 years and over. This weekend, we are approaching the finals of the competition as eight artists duke it out as they all try to get their hands on an artist development package which can help launch their career in music. So without further ado, I'll bring on Lloyd. So yeah, um, my name is Lloyd Samuels. I am founding director of Pattern and Push. And Pattern and Push is a, a talent quest, a talent competition that kind of focuses on positive lyrics. Um, me and a few industry friends felt that there was a need to create a platform for positive lyrics uh, in songwriting, rapping, uh, etc to balance out the, the the kind of content that we're seeing uh, that our young people are receiving on a day-to-day basis on the internet you know a lot of it is, is based around kind of highlighting criminal activities and we felt that within the youth space there needed to be a bit of balance but young people really wasn't at that point where they was mature enough to create for themselves so we created this space for them. Um, the competition uh, uh, consists of three stages. So the initial first stage is uh, an audition. Um, people send in their videos, um, sound clips, whatever uh, to us. We get around about 120 of those a year. This is our second year running. And then we whittle those down to around about 40 um, individuals that we think meet the grade. And then um, we put them through a series of masterclasses for around about four or five weeks. And the masterclasses are hosted by industry uh, artists uh, and mentors. Uh, Coco, um, rapper uh, from Sheffield, um, has worked on, you know, with the likes of AJ Tracy, Todd T, you know, he's one of our best rappers in the city. He he kind of heads up our mentoring team. And you've got Seppi from Deuces. Um, he uh, it belongs to a group um, and he's also a, an educator. And then uh, this year we had Sarah J. Hawley. Uh, she... Uh, has written and performed uh, with Massive Attack, uh, platinum disc kind of uh, receiver. She's, you know, she's she's a respected artist. Um, but we also have guest speakers, and the guest speakers come from 
all over the industry from management to kind of performers. Our two highlight um, performers this year were Grafton Nice of the rap game, which is similar to what, what we're doing. Um, just focused on kind of like uh, the, the rap and the grime and not really focusing on the, the positive side. So we got them in to kind of give the the contestants a bit of a boost of what it's really like. And because they're also starting off their careers through a similar kind of conduit, we found it was you know interesting for them to kind of get that insight from uh, two people that are actually kind of actually out there now kind of doing it for themselves. And then once we take them through the masterclass phase, um, giving them tips, teaching them how to write better, um, you know, because it's, 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 it's an art, writing songs. Um, we then kind of give them one last audition and that's to kind of whittle them down to eight uh, contestants, which then kind of compete in a live show. So we move now onto a live situation. We put them in um, on, on a live stage with all the kind of um, all the decor and you know um, professionality that a, an artist would want. Um, and we record them and uh, and vote on which one of them we think would actually do best in the record industry that for that year. So which one we, we feel that could actually kind of move from, you know, YouTube star to actually performing on stage and festivals. Uh, so that live show we have this Saturday in Hope Works, um, aptly named. Um, uh, and we, we'll record that and put that on social media for the whole of the world to kind of see and kind of, you know, um, acknowledge the talent that we've got in South Yorkshire. So the, the competition's also spread across South Yorkshire. So we've got Barnsley, Rotherham, Doncaster and Sheffield represented. And it's quite, I would say, insightful on where the talent's coming from. Um, we've got a major pool of talent in Doncaster, major, major pool of untapped talent in, in Doncaster. And, um, Got to pick up some of the projects over there for doing, you know, developing the um, the young people over there because you know what we're seeing coming from the area has been quality. Um, but we also get a lot of artists from, you know, Sheffield. Um, surprisingly, there are some really really good rappers in in Barnsley. Um, you know, we've got some you know budding MMs over there. Um, <clears throat> Um, but yeah, it's been really kind of good actually seeing the, the wealth of talent from across Sheffield, um, but also South Yorkshire kind of come together and, and join forces. And, you know, within the masterclasses, you know, we, we call it a competition, but it's not a, really a competition. It's more like a, a, an artist commune, <laughs> which yeah. we sadly have to pick a winner to kind of support and develop over the, the, the 12 months after the competition ends. But, you know, the, the feeling in the space is more like, um, you know, artists coming together, sharing experiences, sharing techniques, uh, collaborating with each other, and also acknowledging each other because one of the, the comments that really come out 
in the, in, in the spaces. I didn't know there were so many people like me um, in the region. You know, I didn't know there was other artists. I didn't know, you know, there was this person and I feel a connection with them already. And they start connecting independently without us kind of having to kind of, you know, manage that relationship. So it's, 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 it's a bit of a forum. It's, a, it's an art space. Um, it's developed into something more than just the kind of four months that we kind of put out of the competition. Um, and, you know, it's also been received by the, the, the record industry, the music industry of, you know, as, as something to kind of look out for. So we've already kind of gained a lot of momentum with the music industry. This year, we have very big plans at some very big festivals. Um, can't talk about them yet, but um, we've been asked to kind of um, host stages with our artists because they, you know these festivals see the, the wealth of talent that come through. It's like another way of doing the whole BBC introducing, but doing it as an independent, really, isn't it? Um, it's, it's a nice means because, I mean, Pattern and Push as a whole, as you said, it's a... It's an artist development talent competition forum, um, a collective of sorts. But um, what's come out of that kind of that whole process, the whole project from last year's breakaway success to this year's continuation of that is it's enforcing and well, not enforcing, it's encouraging uh, collaboration between people from all different walks of life from whichever part of South Yorkshire and the region that they happen to come from. I mean, you, you were right. There, there are so many talented people across this region. Um, for example, Doncaster, you've got like Skinny Palembe. And mm. a lot of people don't know about him in this region immediately, but outside mm. of the region, he's, he's growing in. He, he's just recently been um, added to Grace Jones's Meltdown Festival, for example. And then you've got the likes of Coco, born and raised in Sheffield. He's down in London now, and he's he's positively holding it down in a in a really good way, especially with his consistent and continual output. I mean, his most recent song has had a, well over a million streams over yes, the course of a week on Spotify, just on yeah. Spotify alone. And Coco, he's he's been taken under the wing of a um, toddler tea at times. Also, another Sheffield born and raised young man we went to school together disclaimer with old friends and the thing is there is a wealth of talent across not just our city but in the surrounding areas and we're so good at doing things whether it's music or whether it's trades or whether it's other skill sets but we're not very good at promoting and um kind of popularizing what we do and and it's not about being big-headed or arrogant about it. We're, we're really bloody good at a lot of things, but people yeah. just don't know the platform where they can get themselves out of. I mean, you look at the the the, the base era, the baseline, and yeah. how th that kind of emanated from the city with um, you had like garage elsewhere and baseline. It took it to another level in this city. I mean, Coco used to do stuff on yeah. there as well. And then it's it's really nice seeing something like this happening, whereby not only are you encouraging, you're engaging with 140 plus applicants this year, 
which you then encourage people to collaborate and work with. And I've been seeing it across social media and on Instagram, whereby artists are talking about how they've learned so much from other people that are taking part in this competition, in this project. I think it's more project than a competition because they're working together. And even though everyone else is the competition, but they're all collaborating and they're all seamlessly working with one another across genres. They're breaking down those borders and it's a beautiful thing to see. Um, and it's, it's just, yeah, it's just pretty cool, really. I mean, how do you, how do you like be negative about that? It is, it's all set on positivity. You got your eight finalists now, haven't we? We got Aziza J. You've got Chosen One. That's a banger, by the way, his song. Is 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 cool, I heard. I mean, he's Aziza Jays is brilliant. You could imagine that in the charts yesterday. And then yeah. you've got the likes of Ethan and Kundi, Luke Ledward, Reigns, um, Serenity Jones and Swifts. And yeah. each of those are doing different things in their own way. But each of those songs, you look at anything that's blowing up on, whether it's on the charts or whether it's SoundCloud or whether it's on TikTok, and you look at each of these artists and you say, do you know what? You could take that song, you could put it there, and those songs could be capitalised, they could be jumped on, they could be turned into those captioned moments and made into something fashionable. I mean, a chosen one, for example, that, that song's a song made for summer. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, 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 and as you've kind of said, it's, it's that collaboration, it's that kind of... I, what I find in, in, our, in especially in South Yorkshire, there is a timidness, but an, an insecurity about how good we are. Um, and, you know, a lot of these artists are, are unsure of their talent and they, you know, they need the validation, they need the support, they need us, the public, us professionals in the music industry to kind of go, no, you're on the right path here. You know, you're doing the right thing and eventually, you know, your talent will get seen and heard and you will be able to kind of have your music career as you've dreamed. But I do think that the vehicles for that within South Yorkshire are quite limited and also quite, should I say, selective. You know, at the moment, we haven't got any urban artists coming out of Sheffield. Um, that have been promoted by the city or the city's uh, kind of music scene, um, purely because of our attitude towards that the, those genres. Uh, we've kept them out of clubs. We haven't really highlighted, you know, our major artists, as you said. You know, like some of the artists are much bigger outside of South Yorkshire than inside of South Yorkshire, which is really irritating for somebody like me that's been in the industry for over twenty-five years. For me, it's music, you know, the, all the political stuff, all the social stuff should be pushed away and we should be able to kind of enjoy that talent. But it hasn't happened. And hopefully Patton Push can organically kind of seed some of this new wave of kind of collaboration, but in positivity, because I think also if we're copying, copying bigger cities and their music forms and styles, you know, we're gonna get, we're gonna run short, you know. It's not who we are, you know. We're, we're not about kind of rapping on this council estates with balaclavas, big dogs and gold chains all the time. That's not who the Yorkshire person is. You know, we don't see that every day kind of walking down Fargate. You know, it, 
it's got to be reflective of the region, but also kind of be free to kind of be truthful. So I'm waiting for the, the next TikTok grime video from a Sheffield artist where they're going down the Fargate on an electric scooter with a bottle of Henderson's relish. But like, <laughs> our jokes aside, but the thing is, it is, it's, it, we're not, I mean, there are certain artists in the city that do have that aura and they have that visual style to what they do. I mean, you just need to look at the likes of Deep Green, for example. And he's been doing his thing on the underground for years. And he, for various whatever reasons, he doesn't get the spotlight on him in that way. Um, but he's very talented at what he does. But then again, it's also the glamorization of a culture that people look at and then it's ultimately stigmatized. And then you look at the artists from our city and the creative output they do and the styles of music that we do, especially what's been represented in the finalist of the Pattern and Push. And um, they are similar vocally, not the same, obviously, the, the, the regional accent, the dialect, but vocally and style-wise, it could be quite similar to things from grime and from the drill scene in some of the artists. Um, but ultimately, we imitate and then we hope to elevate. And that's kind of what Pattern and Push is hoping to achieve here, but with a positive perspective. It's like something can be like a drill style track or a grime style track or an R&B style track. It doesn't necessarily have to have those negative connotations associated with it. And it's about breaking down those um, barriers and those preconceptions. It's about balance, because I, you know, I think growing up myself, kind of listening to pirate radio, um, and and kind of the music in that was played in our house, there was a balance to it. You know, it wasn't always kind of let's talk about that, the extreme end of our lives or the behaviour that's going on outside. It was all, it, it was a mixture. It was sort of party. It was, you know, soul searching. It was reflective it was educational you know even uplifting from a racial point point of view there was a whole range of tunes that you had in your house there was actually certain times in your house where you had music played so if if you came from a caribbean household and you didn't go to church you know you'd get like roots and culture in the morning while your sunday dinner was getting cooked you know it wasn't kind of grime and whatever you know and, and the radio and yeah, and the radio reflected that. Now, yeah. if I turn on the radio now, I can guarantee I can get a day full of 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 kind of negative connotations without even searching for it. And for me, that then kind of bleaches out into into society. You know, people actually think black people live those lives on the daily on the maps. You know, when it's a small kind of small percentage of the community that live that type of lifestyle and because they've got the platform they're kind of presenting it as this is how we're living and you know for me it's quite irritating and to kind of bring through artists like Serenity Jones who when you listen to her track it it's like she paints a picture in your head lyrically of her you know the start of her day you know, what she's thinking or what she's going through, you know, even, you know, her dad kind of doing karaoke in the morning, like, you know, you know, it, it's just beautiful to kind of have those little moments 
kind of reflected to you through song and kind of you can then kind of relate and connect to that and and, and for me not a lot of people are going to um connect generally with some of the stuff that's that, that's being produced and I get it you know I was there you know I was part of the Hoods Underground camp back in the day and we was in that same space but as I said we had another space to kind of bounce into where it was really positive and it wasn't seen as awkward or anything like that you know so for us in the Pattern and Push team it was important to create that platform and that space for people to feel like this is normal we don't have to rap about kind of all the negativity in our lives. We actually can talk about the positivity and and, and be happy about it. And and also come from a Yorkshire perspective, which was really important to me. But that's the thing. It's like, uh, like you say, a lot of this stuff is sensationalized and then ultimately trivialized. And we're more than that. We're more than the sum of our parts or our perceived parts. And like you say, with regards to the music, even the the finalists, it's they are like Serenity. She's, it's it's like a an oral Polaroid. It's it's yeah. snapshot of her life at different at different parts, which is it's beautiful. It's succinct in its own little way, but then it's also music is about celebration. It's about love. It's about loss. It's about happiness. It's about questioning. It's about yeah isolation and that's the thing the last two years a lot of people we've felt isolated because of all the various events that's going on in the world and this has been a bit of a a mind drain for a lot of people and that'll probably be one of the most lingering effects of this last two years for everybody is the the isolation and our headspace but then this is the same headspace that a lot of the people of color have been going through forever this is this is life is isolation and it's about finding worth it's about finding our place it's about finding or seeking validation it's acceptance and i think with something like pattern and push it's it's very important because it gives people a safe space to be creative but also collaborate but then also receive the praise that they wouldn't otherwise other than just their friends gathering around and saying yeah that that's sick that's dope oh, i love that that's amazing whatever it's it's nice to just see your peers appreciate your output but then also be able to give you advice or to guide you or to give you positive criticism as a means of helping you progress as an artist and a creative and that platform is it's vital and we kind of do need to spotlight that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you highlight, you know, some very important points in there that we didn't really kind of um, think that was that poignant in the competition. So the isolation, so we hosted the whole competition on Zoom. Um, The first year, nobody saw each other in physical form until we got to the live. And then that was a kind of closed down secure event mm-hmm. where we kind of recorded the artists. So it was quite limited. And the isolation that the artists suffered um, was very, very visible in our masterclasses. And we supported them with their mental health. 
um, quite a few of them were going through things. And as creatives, I can totally get it. You know, we live in a, a very, should I say, mentally active space mm-hmm. where we're always coming up with ideas and um, different ways of seeing things. And not a lot of people get that about creatives. You know, they have to have a vent for this. You know, they have to outlet this energy. If they don't, it then kind of lives within them and they feel like they're not accomplished and, you know, serving their purpose in life. And they they articulated this in, 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 in their evaluations that this was a support mechanism for their mental health. This helped them through really difficult times. Um, but also finding other people that was going through the similar similar kind of thought patterns and being able to bounce off them and be creative with them was really important to them. So a lot of the people that don't get through to the final eight actually kind of go, no, I didn't need to get through to the final eight because what I got out of the whole experience was, was for, for them was important at that time. And we're really proud of kind of being able to support them in that way. Yeah, vicariously you know because as I said it wasn't an intention of ours we always knew that there'd be some some mental health issues and kind of prepared for that but to be able to really support artists kind of get through the pandemic was really important to us exactly I think it's um it's key it gives people a support network that they wouldn't otherwise get anywhere else and that's a, a huge thing about Pattern and Push. Um, I'd like to thank you for spending um, taking some time out to speak to me about the project. So what's next for after this? So obviously we've got the final this weekend. Yeah. And then yeah. And then we move on to the development stage for the for the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily enough, we have quite a few partners that have jumped on board to kind of make the package um, much better this year. So um, um, one of the packages that uh, partners can talk about is the Seri Nolte Foundation. Seri Nolte was one of the main organizers at um, Tramline. She sadly died of cancer and her family have created a foundation to support musicians. Um, they'll, they're supporting us with a bursary. Um, uh, we've got conversations about creating um, stages and festivals uh, locally. Um, so our artists will be out there kind of uh, promoting themselves, showboating their mu- music. Um, last year, we had a major, major win um, where Rumbitaro, our winner from last year, she got taken up by quite a few different um organizations one of them being sheffield philharmonic have kind of did a a project with her where they converted some of her tracks into orchestral pieces Mm -hmm. um for me it's just like it's it's a runaway train at the moment like we created this platform and then everybody's gone yeah we like it we love what you're doing we love the artists that you're bringing through how can we get involved and for us it's, it's 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 amazing what we what can happen when you kind of create the right kind of conditions for people to kind of jump onto. Um, we're having major venues ask us and, and you know approach us to 
develop kind of you know spaces for them where they can invite artists to kind of share their music and perform live on a weekly basis um for us it's you know it, there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of momentum coming through um it's not easy i would say you know uh, the swan uh, it's, it's very much the swan effect above all you know patnam Kush looks like it's cruising along and trust me the team were really working hard in the background you know making this all happen but um yeah, my, my main favourite part of this whole competition is the live event, uh, which we're doing on Saturday. And this year we've got a live audience. The audience gets an opportunity to help us choose our winner this year as well. So we, we're having a live vote. Um, and yeah, we've got some really good artists, you know. I won't say who's my favourite, but um, I've got really two two favourites that I'm thinking if I get those to develop this year, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a happy man. That'll be good. So, how can people um, follow the finals this year and what takes place? Can they do it online and in person? Yeah. So we've got um, so we're doing all the you know the usual platforms: Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. So if you type pattern and push into any of those. Those those platforms will will jump up, but we also um, put it on YouTube. Um, the full thing once we've edited it, you can enjoy it as much as you want in, in YouTube. And last year's shows on YouTube at the moment, go and listen to that, watch that actually, because you know it was it was really <laughs> good to see um, what we could actually produce. You know, with a bunch of artists and a bunch of professionals. Um, and the production value for me is, is, is really good. And it, it kind of, it moves us away from that, that community the talent show into kind of like, no, we've actually got our own Yorkshire rap show type show, talent show, and we can do it as good as them with a decent budget. Good. No, it sounds great. I, I wish you the best of luck with it, but I mean... You're like the swan, remember, on the water, cruising along. You're going to cruise and find the way anyways. But seriously, Lloyd, thank you so much for this. I really appreciate it. It's um, Thank you. I look forward to the final. I'd like to thank Lloyd Samuels for his time today and speaking to us about the Project Pattern and Push, which sounds like an amazing and engaging community and regional project. We're going to bring this podcast to a close with the rather excellent song from the Sheffield artist Chosen One. It's called Dead Day. Take a listen. Let us know what you think.
they take over my people, now they killing their only. Father God, we need to do better. If we stand together, we can do greater. All this suffering is a test. Everything I'm going through is cutting through my chest. I know I'm a bitter pillar of my family. Father, help me not to change my demeanor. 